Oh, hello. Mo's Mordred. <laughs> What's going on? Not too much, not too much. We had a fun day yesterday. Yeah. And tell people what we did. Yeah, I uh, entered into, I have entered into many lotteries to go see Hamilton, um, the musical, like live with people, not just on Disney Plus. But Hamilton, <laughs> Ontario, the place. <laughs> no, no, no. And uh, yeah, we won a lottery to go see Hamilton in San Jose. So we drove out there and we saw the show. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Our seats were outrageous. We were in the second row, like literally right the, the second row in the in the center, like the just like right there, there, right there. Yep, yep. Oh, Winnie, do you want to show people how handsome you look? Hold on, hold on. For people who are watching on video, oh, he's a little cool guy with his wizard PhD, Woody. Then they don't make these anymore. Oh, Winnie. Yeah, so don't tear it up or you'll never be able to wear it again. <laughs> he's like, well. If he knew that, he well, would tear it up. Yeah, he he's, does not he's want to not, be in clothing. Yeah, he doesn't. He likes to be a naked puppy. Maybe I don't know. I imagine colder. most puppies like to be Whoa, naked. Buddy. Winston. <laughs> Sabotage. Mm. Wait, wait, wait. Careful. Wait, hold on. Welcome to Magical Theory where I wrangle puppies. Just one puppy. <laughs> he's enough <laughs> for... Many, many people to deal with. Okay, this is this is the new position. This is life now. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, so we saw Hamilton. It was awesome. It was super fun. It was. We were in fun. San Jose. Mm-hmm. We had a super fun, di- just little dinner with ourselves. It was it was a great day. A lot of driving. We drove back and forth, but yeah, no problem. When he just licked my wand and it made me think of Winky, winky <laughs> little Winky. Little winky. No, but yeah, it was good. It was my birthday on Tuesday. So it just so happened that the show was the same week of my birthday. Um, I'm trying to think of what. I feel like there was something else I was like, oh, yeah, I should be able to. I should talk about this on Magical Theory. But I can't remember what it is right now. So. Okay. If I like in the middle of the episode, I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, let me tell you about. Then then you'll know. But, that sounds good. Yeah. Shall we get started? Yeah. Once ready, turn to page 117, The Dark Mark. Today's lesson is called Chaos at the Campsite. Long, long synopsis. <laughs> the chapter begins with the walk back from the match to the tent. Everyone is excited and stays up talking a play-by-play until finally they go to bed. During the night, Mr. Weasley wakes everyone up urgently, and there are shouts outside. He organizes the kids to stay together and flee into the woods, as Mr. Weasley, Bill, Charlie, and Percy go to help the ministry to deal with a crowd of Death Eaters who are torturing muggles and destroying the campsite. Ron, Harry, and Hermione come across Draco, who implies his parents might be two of the Death Eaters, while Harry realizes he does not have his wand. They find several other strange scenes, including entranced wizards lying to Vila, Winky the house elf scared and rambling, and Ludo Bagman alone and unaware. Finally, they hear a single incantation that creates a giant skull in the sky as ministry officials immediately apparate and stun the area. Mr. Crouch is especially unsettled when Winky is found at the scene while Mr. Diggory conducts an uncoordinated interrogation. Winky was found to have a wand, Harry's wand, which casts the dark mark. Mr. Crouch tells Winky that 
She will be released from the Crouch family, and the scene disbands. Eventually, they make it back to the tent and fall back to sleep. Little Winky! She's so little. So much happening in this chapter compared to the last one. Uh, Yeah, it was just like, um, I think chaos chaos at the campsite is aptly named because it was just like this and that. And I actually went and watched the movie scene. Um, Oh, it wasn't as intense as the chapter. No, he gets knocked out. Yeah. And I was like, I know I've seen that movie a million times. Winston has seen that movie a million times, but uh, I uh, I was sad that he got knocked out because I was like, we didn't see anything. Yeah, nothing yeah. happened. Right, it's just right. like Harry got knocked out, then it came back, and it was like, oh, everything's burned to the ground. And I'm like, yep. okay, wait, so nobody saw Harry Potter just like lying on the ground and decided to help him or trampled him to death. Yeah, or trampled him. That was the, that was the second Which thing. Which is exactly. What I mean, he did. Happened. He got knocked out because someone kicked him in the head. I think. Yeah, he got but... kneed in the. <laughs> yeah, he'd be dead. He's dead. That's so you movie take, canon. You take out Harry's the a ghost one. for the last three and a half movies. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't it wasn't as exciting, and also, um, I mean, I guess it's not a spoiler, but the major difference is that Barty Crouch Jr. is just out in the open. I guess in the movie we don't yes. know who that is specifically no, because Harry's like, oh, you've no. just seen him in the dream. Oh, and right, right, right. He dream, was in he's the dream. Not even in the dream. Right, 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 right. So it was yeah. that same guy, and he's just like, uh, he just cast it. He's just like, okay, let's go. Yep. It, the, the, it was just totally different. It was like, I don't know. Anyway, so it didn't fully capture all that uh, seemed to happen in the, oh, it was just. so much. It happening. was like a lot of back and forth, and that's what I think uh, communicated the chaos, is that you start off with like, oh, you know, the celebration part is kind of, uh, what I do like about the movie is, um. How Ron uh, or Rupert Grant is just like Ron. all about uh, Crumb, and he's just like he's a he's more he's an than a, he's an artist. Yeah. He's just like oh gosh, he's such a dork. I did like that part of the movie, but yeah. uh, yeah. So Harry's just like you know, I'm imagining like you know you're when you get you know sometimes when you have bad dreams and you you're, you like wake up dreams. and you're just like oh my gosh, like yeah. th- that's that's what happens. But like in real, like they're in real danger, <laughs> and so yeah, they are. Yeah, um, yeah. Mister Weasley's freaking out, and they go. I mean, the the description of it too is just kind of like Bill, Charlie, and Percy are all ready to fight, and like it's just like whoa, we just went from like nine what you just said the in the most... last chapter of like as good as it gets, yeah, to bam. The most startling piece, the piece that, and it's just a kind of an off comment or whatever, like a sentence or two, is that there are rowdy people just joining the marching Death Eaters. Mm-hmm. That they just, that there are people who just join right in, that that's their instinct, right? It's the well, opposite type of an instinct. Right. Where it's like, oh, chaos? Hooray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let well, me blow up some tents. Yes. What's uh? What I was. What I kept thinking about is that because uh, what we see throughout the chapter, like we get the reveals kind of slowly throughout the chapter, like little bits and pieces. Because obviously Harry has no idea what is happening. No. And and then the others kind of get some glimpses and are like, "Oh, we're piecing it together." Like I know Harry literally knows nothing. But also they had this confrontation with uh, Draco Malfoy who is uh you know the 
uh, what is the word that I'm looking for? I don't know. He's just like not pleasant to run I into. Piece Ever. of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is exactly it. Oh man, I didn't bring the 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 illustrated version, but the I mean, he threatens her. The picture of Draco in that book is just like, oh, gross. It's definitely not Tom Felton. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, <Yeah. laughs> uh, my one of my favorite quotes I wrote down That's was. Funny. Ron told Malfoy to do something that Harry knew he would never have dared to say in front of Mrs. Weasley. And I was like, oh, gosh. (laughs) Uh, But yes. Oh, then it becomes there were flashbacks to Chamber of Secrets Mm. because we're talking about muggles. We're talking about muggle born. And it's immediately a threat to Hermione where I mean, that's the whole interaction right there. Mm-hmm. And they become increasingly more stressed out about it the the longer it goes on and mm-hmm. the closer it seems that explosions and things are coming near them and everything. And I was just like, oh, yeah, Chamber of Secrets. Uh, because I was trying to look up things specifically t- about the Dark Mark. And there were some theories about, like, why that design. I mean, I know that we have, uh, you know, it's, it's the mark of uh, you-know-who. But uh, and we also know that's Tom Riddle, like it's the same person. Mm. And and uh, thinking about the Chamber of Secrets uh, being parcel tongue, or even just representing the entire Chamber of Secrets, where there's like an it, the imagery of like opening it. It's like a snake coming out of yep. the the mouth, and so yeah, there's just people talking about the the actual symbolism of the mark itself and like the connections back to Chamber of Secrets, which I don't think is surprising. It's the same crazy person that is just like, oh hey, I hate people. Let me bring, mm-hmm. let me bring forth my supremacy and I worship snakes or whatever. I don't know. That's not that's not how Voldemort talks, but you know what I mean. Like it's just a little, it, it, it's consistent. But yeah, very, very stressful for our friends. So I, as you can imagine, want to talk about the scene after the Dark Markets cast. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's really fascinating on the reread to pay attention to like small things. Yeah, I think we probably... Want to talk about the same stuff? What do you have? Um, Well, I remember before. Okay, so, you know, catching up. Fraff Lynette has only read this section of the book once in her life. So uh, I have had discussions with Jeff of being like, oh, wait, what about this? And so we we previously talked about Crouch and um, his reaction. I mean, this actually happens in the other books as well, where something happens it seems that in in the context of what's going on, he's taken aback because it's his house elf. That's what it seems like, and that people are just like, oh, what's going on? Um, I was paying attention to Winky specifically because the language around the first time they run into Winky, um, she's struggling to run. And the it literally says as if someone invisible is holding her back or something like that. Yep. Or she's struggling with someone who's invi- a person who's invisible. Which she is. <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers. And then there's this. I was I was somewhat frustrated because um I know I mean it's because I know like the the ending or I know like the connection or whatever. But when Amos is just like 
did you see anyone? And Winky's like, I is seeing no one, sir. No one. And I'm just like, why did you choose that phrasing? But, you know, obviously well, there's intentionality. I noted to that it. as well. <laughs> but it, even more than that is Mr. Crouch, because I mm-hmm. think he he's the. Yes, Winky, but he is the key to making sure that the story, the mystery of the story is consistent and coherent here mm-hmm. because of the way he behaves. Mm-hmm. So one thing I note is that he does not interrogate Winky because he knows yeah. that the magic of the house elf relationship, she will be honest with him. So he does this thing that's very uncrouch like, mm-hmm. which is as soon as Winky is there, he like freezes, right? But I don't think he freezes in the sense of like being shocked. I think he's extremely calculated and he's like, I cannot participate in this in front of other people. And I'm going to flex my authority to get Winky out of here. Yes. Because I'm breaking all sorts of laws. Yeah. And I have a deep secret. Yeah. And so, but this, so what, when did this happen last? Where it's like, you re, we will be, in hindsight, like we are able to reread this and be yes. like, oh, like it happens over and over in the series where yep. we have moments that seem like something. That's what mysteries are and like. I is think. actually something. And what's what's nice about Crouch is like we literally don't know anything about him. We don't know is this in character? Is this out of character? Is there something off about it? Like all we know is that he's the minister, and or no, he's not the minister. Sorry. Fudge mm-hmm. is the minister. Yeah, right? yeah, Fudge yeah. is the minister. Um, but he's, he's like, like magical law. He's the yeah, he's like in the ministry. Right. And it's just like, oh, okay, this is uh I think he's the head. This is uh He's the head of magical law enforcement. Yeah, like why would we look at that and be like, oh, okay. Well, cause it, it is also puzzling because it's like, well, some of this still doesn't add up of like, why does Winky have the wand? Why why was Winky stunned? Um, there's there's the line I think from Ludo who's like you didn't even show up for the game to Mr. Crouch yeah which is really that's such a right there are like certain things that stand out where like how they get by everyone and like that people don't question Mr. Crouch when he's just like oh I had things to do (laughs) which makes no sense at all right it doesn't make any sense there's no circumstance under which that's an acceptable response (laughs) not that he not that anyone deserves an answer from him but like they should at least be like take note of it and be like that is the weirdest thing that like he didn't show up to this Mm -hmm. after helping to put it on right and have all this responsibility and have you know seats and your house elf is there and all this Mm -hmm. it's just uh yeah it's a great scene because to your point it's one of those ones where when you finish the book and you if you go back to this scene this part of this chapter it all comes together Mm -hmm. like mr crouch walks away from the group and is at the ground level and what is he doing there and why is he ghost white when he gets back yep all of this uh Yeah, it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the, you, I note that Hermione is used a little bit as a flag, a clue flag, even though she doesn't know it, by having so much attention on house elves and Winky. Yep. Because 
what is also disproportionate is this idea that like I think everyone so Mr. Diggory is a just the worst. What a what a what a failed effort at well, getting a, important me, information. It's very clear of like the and it, Hermione's kind of like alluding to it when they walk away of like the position of house elves in society and the disdain that people have toward them. I mean, even as Crouch is talking and is like, well, talking about being, a, you know, not disobeying your master and like those things are in there to remind us like this is this is how house elves are yeah. looked at. And Hermione's yeah. perspective is quite rare uh, because even she says something. I wrote it to Ron uh, or I wrote it to Ron. She says something to Ron that I wrote down. It's people like you, Ron, who prop up Rodden and unjust. She's just like ranting and ranting and going on and being like, you know, no one's really doing anything about it. And even Mr. Weasley is like, I agree with you, but now is not the time to talk about uh, the rights of house elves. But we yeah, see. He's right. But yeah, I think yeah, yeah. it's worth noting that like. E even for somebody who doesn't know a ton about house elves, which would be Hermione. There's still there's even something even more off about what they're witnessing. Like, why would Mr. Crouch get rid of Winky mm -hmm. for this? All intents and purposes, she found the wand. Cause because mm -hmm. Mr. Weasley has a straight head on all of this, right? Because mm -hmm. he's like, okay, even though she had this wand and it has the spell, she doesn't know the spell. None of us know the spell mm -hmm. to cast the thing. It's not public knowledge. So she didn't do it. Like, there's no reason to think that this house elf did it. But Mr. Crouch publicly says he's going to get rid of her after years. Mm -hmm. And like, what? That only makes sense if there's something else going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but like, also, why would you question that? Why would you like? That's why I think Hermione is important because right. she's doing that. And she, I think she's drawing our attention to like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. What do you mean you're going to get rid of her? She was scared. She didn't do anything. Yeah. I mean, I think so going back to Chamber of Secrets, like it's a similar thing with Dobby. There's there is this mystery that happens with Dobby of like, well, why is he doing this? Like what what is happening here? And not being able to like tell Harry like what's really going on. So there's a similar similar uh, suspicious behavior happening in in a, in parallel with, like with what happened with Dobby, um, so yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying that Crouch is not suspicious at all, but it's like it's uh, subdued by a lot of uh, these other contextual factors. He's like, you know, has some sort of authority. Um, is is you know like who cares about the house elf specifically and they just kind of like let it go and it's like okay well i don't know they they must have disapparated and there's no way to find out because it wasn't even their wand it was harry's wand yep so yeah uh something else i wrote down was uh just a little tiny thing that hermione um was aware of the bobaton uh school yeah. because of Reading an appraisal of magical education in Europe. Yeah. So what yeah. I wanted to know is, what do you think those school rankings are like? That was. A, <laughs> this is a little uh, fan fiction. That was our second choice for the title of this podcast. 
but no, what, sorry. What was your question? What What do you think the school rankings are like? <laughs> <laughs> Hogwarts. It depends and on who writes the ranking. And, yeah. uh, and Durmstrang and um, yeah. We've collected all these objective facts, <laughs> and then now we get to assign value to those objective X facts. X number of students. Our school is the best. Got outstandings in their OWLs. Mm, I don't know. I probably even take. I wonder how many. How many? Oh, no, no, no. Because the minister, do you think that there are rules about who can be the minister? Like, do you need to be local? You have to be over 35. And no, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Immigrant. Like the president yeah. or, you know, you have to be born. And- uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Hermione becomes the uh, minister for magic, potentially. That's true. But she is like local to the yeah, no, area. Because um, then I was thinking like, oh, could you brag about how many ministers or maybe not m- like British Minister of Magic, but like a specific like governmental. Of, where do that? Where do our uh, students? Where do they get jobs after? Mm-hmm. And then it's all. Well, I don't know if it would be mathematical. It'd probably be something weird. Like, I don't know. Tea how leaves. You would- <laughs> Tea leaves. <laughs> no, it's probably like um, in the fifth book where we see the black family tree. It's like that. And like, where do people wind up? And it's all in a magazine. Oh, look, Professor Dumbledore. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of, I also wonder what uh, the other students. Oh, I guess we'll see. We'll see more interactions. We can talk about it then. I was going to say, because like the walking away um, and saying just like, oh, Hogwarts, like they're from Hogwarts. I wondered like in that moment of like, what is the like stereotypes like across these three schools and like how they think about Brexit. each other and yeah yeah or just like oh you know like for us like people are just like oh those like americans, americans yeah. like you know all the stereotypes or totally. ways of thinking about of course it fits that's in like that's what book. you do it's a good book title it's very like it's so um <laughs> it's like really esoteric and like boring yeah but of course hermione would read <laughs> like of course she would read that particular book right well, she has like She'd a lot. Like, I, I wonder think... what Hogwarts is like, like Hogwarts of history. Yeah, yeah. What comes after? Oh, I guess I'll look at like other schools compared to other schools. Well, I think when I was looking for this, I, I couldn't find much information about it. But apparently it's probably the only reference. This is No, this is there's another reference Ooh. when she's trying to figure out what books to take when they're going on the hunt <laughs> in seven. Nice. And. Um, it doesn't say whether or not she takes it with her, but it's not, not likely that she would take it's like, oh wait, let's look. Yeah. <laughs> let's look. Yeah, I'm thinking not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stan Shunpike mentioned again. Yeah. Well, Stan. I'm gonna be the youngest minister in history. Oh, sure, she is. sure. That's Stan. such a weird it scene. It is such a weird scene also because it's, it's like there's I mean, all this chaos going on. Yeah, and then you just have what like What are the, the Vila even doing? Right. Yeah. What They're probably scared. Maybe it's like it could be like biological or something where it's like when they're in fear, it's like part of their like reaction is to put out a lot of whatever magic they put out. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. As unfortunate for those three, though, because they're just like and mesmerized. Ron. Well, Hermione was there. At least Hermione was there to pull them away and be like, okay, let's well, and keep Harry, going. Harry wasn't affected in the moment. I don't know if Harry was close enough. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. That's what I was imagining is that Ron is just like, yeah, I don't know. Ron Could is just be. there and he's just like, ooh, I'm. Man, I'm... it's such an intense chapter. Man, it's so intense. <laughs> 
<laughs> nothing drives it home again i'll go back to like this thing of like this is happening and when i first read it i'm like well it's not that many just pull your wands out and blast them like mm -hmm. you'll easily defeat them mm -hmm. it says there's like not a lot there's like eight or ten or something yeah it's not even that many so there's tons of wizards like just blast them and then you get the, right after that and it's such a punch in the gut of like oh a bunch of like they're like running up to join them and i'm like yeah but Ugh. also like there has been peace for some time it's not like people are people are expect not it's not like people are expecting this to be like a scene of like wait what what is going on i i imagine shock would probably be the primary reaction yeah, of like what shock is happening is different than joining somebody yeah, but it wasn't everyone joining them. But enough people. Like, just yeah. the fact that there are just people who spontaneously, without a mask, just walk up. And they're like, yeah, this is the side I'm choosing. It's very frustrating to me. Yeah. I mean, I think that that also speaks to, like, I mean, there are the people that are the leaders of the dark people and then there's and then there's people that also just join in like we we've seen this also in terms of like catastrophe or things that happen you know in in our world and it's it's I'm yeah, not that's saying not that what it's I'm not saying. that it's not fresh that's not it's what just... I'm saying I'm saying that it's like what is the instinct to mm -hmm. do something like that yeah is it's very dark. It's worse in some sense than the dark than the Death Eaters themselves, because there's no mask. They're they're not even trying to hide it. It's mm -hmm. just spontaneous. That's who they are at a core level. Yeah. 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 It's really bad. I don't. I yeah. I don't know if that makes me because I've already said many times to you. I have a very pessimistic view on humans. So like I I don't know I, that I'm like reacting in the same way. Okay. But yeah, it is. It is not good. Mm -hmm. That's that's all that I have. That's all I have too. All right. Till next time. And, oh wait, I don't have it. <laughs> I gotta get better at this because I'm gonna be. I'm well, gonna it's leave not this two screens, so it's hard. You can't it's uh, double screen. <laughs> Until next time. One's, One's ready. ready.